Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Claim Your Career Crown podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and I'm joined by our wonderful VP of Operations, Amanda, and our very special guest. I mean, this is so exciting because um, we have been really anxious to get and excited to have Janisha Alora on the show today. And I have to tell you, Janisha is a serial entrepreneur, and she's a former Miss Universe Singapore. She's the founder of Soul Rich Woman, and that is the number one female online business network in Southeast Asia. Whoa! Wow! <laughs> and Janisha also hosts the podcast uh, <laughs> for women who love the F word and Soul Y. Secrets of the Soul Rich Woman Blueprint. So that is just amazing. She has been featured all over in media outlets like Forbes and CNBC. And today we are so lucky to have Janisha with us. And we're going to be talking about how she built her business and how she manages it completely digitally and remotely. So Janisha, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad to have you here today. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm really excited. Well, before we get right into it, I just want to remind our listeners, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, you know, go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're at it, go ahead and share the love and hit click those five stars. We would appreciate it. All right. So, you know, let's get right to it. Janisha, I looked over your bio, your website. I was just so impressed with everything you're doing. And it really spoke to me on the, this mission to, to lift women and to make this huge impact in the world. And you and yourself have had such an incredible and diverse career path. Um, can you share with our audience a little bit about your journey and how you became an entrepreneur and what led you to start Soul Rich Woman? Well, it, I didn't succeed on the first try. I basically have gone through quite a lot of ups and downs. I started working when I was 14 years old because my family, financially, we were not sound. So I had to work as an instructor. I teach yoga, aerobics, and country line dancing. My mom had to pawn her gold to send me for these instructor programs. So I became one of the youngest instructors in Singapore. Later on in school, I was constantly being bullied and that was not an easy path for me because I couldn't change out my clothes and my bags and my pencil cases, things like that, that were targets for the mean girls. I still remember there was one incident in school where the mean girl cornered me, a group of them cornered me at a basketball court and the leader walked up to me and pulled open my PE shirt exposing my bra and she went oh you're wearing the same bra so that took a hit on my self-esteem and I cried really terribly I just felt humiliated I went home to my mom and my mom being my mom right she said turn your mess into your message and I thought my mom would stand up for me right in school I go to school and then you know, corner those mean girls and kind of get them going. But she didn't. She told me this. So that drilled into my heart. 
Throughout my years, I had a first taste of entrepreneurship when I was about 18 years old, when I knew that I needed to scale up my time because I couldn't just be working odd jobs and training as a waitress and instructor at the same time, seven days a week. I had to make more within an hour. So I formed a group of instructors whom I supplied to events and corporate organizations. So within a single hour, I made more money than just trading time for money. So that was a first taste of entrepreneurship. Later on, I went into occupational therapy. I graduated and I worked in hospital and went through SARS in 2003 and 2004. As a nine to five um, healthcare worker, I, that incident uh, transformed my mindset. That told me that I really need to pursue what I want to pursue instead of waiting out and thinking that things are going to be better by the time I finish my red race. So even though I'm passionate in, in helping people, I want to help people in other ways, in the ways that I think that it's something that is fulfilling of my dreams. So I went on to join Miss Singapore, which is actually encouraged my, by my girlfriends whom encouraged me and never just about the quality, quantity of friends, but really about the quality of the people. I mean, you are the average of the five people whom you hang out with the most. But you see, I told them I had no money, very little money, I'm, I'm not going to compete with those who are already, you know, serial pageant competitors or already have that ability to, you know, be on stage and they're very well groomed. They know makeup, they know department. How am I supposed to compete with them on that within just that one month or two months of the competition? And turn your mess into your message awoken my soul and I decided to knock on doors and ask for sponsorship. So eventually, after knocking on many doors, I found this lady, her name is Rebecca, whom sponsored me in training of department grooming, as well as presenting my platform. That means working on public speaking. And that mm -hmm. transformed my life because she gave me DVDs and CDs and all the notes that she had over the many years and asked me to study it. She took my wallet. She said, Janisha, Pass me your wallet. And I handed my, my entire wallet to her naively because I was really young. She unzipped the wallet. She took out all my money. And then she returned the wallet to me. And I looked at her. I said, with my brows really like joining together, I said, Rebecca, why did you take all my money? That's all I've left. $60 is all I've left for an entire month. Bus fares and, and everything else for food. Why do you take all my money? And she said this. Janisha, I want to teach you a concept of value exchange. Even though I sponsor you, you couldn't afford what I am giving you, the value, but I'm going to take that of whatever you have. And because of that, even though I didn't understand what is value exchange at that point in time, but I knew that it's very painful. $60, oh my God, everything that I had. So I studied really hard and I practiced and I recorded myself and I practiced my department, my speech and my makeup. And in the end, I won. Wow. So it paid off. This pain that turned my mess into my message paid off eventually and I represented Singapore. I went on to become an image consultant, teaching politicians, CEOs of companies and leader of organizations. I'm really very blessed. And I turned all these 
knowledge into something that I would call my dream. But you see, the crisis came because I started really young. And I, why am I trading time for money? Yes, I work, I get paid. I work, I get paid. But when I don't work, I don't get paid. And I'm stuck in a single country. I need to trade time for money. And I told myself, this is not the life that I wanted. What was the thing that I wanted? What is the purpose of entrepreneurship? Why am I doing the big why? Why am I doing what I'm doing? It's because I want to spend more time with my mom, my dad, my brother. Any time of the day, they say, let's have a meal. Let's do this. Let's go shopping. Let's do that. I'm like, okay, let's go. You know, I want that kind of lifestyle. I call it not the nine to five in my world as entrepreneur to be, but rather to be able to have flexibility of my time. So I value the F word freedom. And then later on, I went online in 2013, found a mentor, invested in myself, and I made a, uh, my first $100,000 in three months and a million dollars in a single year. And that blew my mind. I invested this pot of gold into a cafe retail chain that I started from zero with other partners. And we grew to three countries, Singapore, Malaysia, and Indonesia. And we had 18 franchisees and licensees. And after four years, we exited to a public listed company. I have no business knowledge. I'm an occupational therapist. <laughs> when you tell me running a retail chain, I, I'm like, okay, I don't even know where to start, right? So I'm really glad that never give up and keep learning and never say no to the, the uncomfortableness when I had to get off my comfort zone and understand numbers. It was so tough. And truth behold, I was not happy at the same time because even though I had all the money in the world, I, I just felt that my life calling was not fulfilled yet so i was really happy when we exited the public listed uh, to a public listed company for our cafe retail chain and <laughs> i took up the money and i started soul rich woman in 2015 so that's wow. how we we started soul rich woman in this journey so it was really finding my soul why i call soul rich woman is because i really believe that when our mind, body, and soul is truly aligned, that when we are truly aligned, the richness in our life, whether is it monetary or is it our monetary from the inside, we can have both and we can have it all. And that is why for women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom, financial independence, and a happy family. That is amazing. Wow. That is a really incredible story of how you um, came from so little and, and overcame so many obstacles and worked so hard to achieve all that you achieved. It's for me, it's really amazing and inspiring, honestly. <laughs> you've you've lived so many. It's like you've lived so many lives already, Janisha. Wow. <laughs> this is this is this would be like, you know, an epic movie. Wow. Yes. Uh, yeah, I feel that the, the medical part, the healthcare part did uh, help me to be grounded on the ground. I think that's very important because I help people with uh, kids with learning difficulties. I've also helped patients with traumatic you know, uh, brain injuries, spinal cord injuries. So all these things kind of ground me as a person. So mm -hmm. even though with the fame, with the money, it did not blow my mind. And also my mom as well. She's my, always my pillar of strength and support. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's always so important to have that grounding to help you stay humble, to help you um, 
you know, stay in that, that place of, of, uh, you know, of humility, you know, even with such incredible success, because that, that is, um, that's how you really connect with other people as well. Um, mm-hmm. on that. So that, that's wonderful. And I just, your whole story, um, it, you just, you've just gone over so many, I, uh, you're, 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 you're taking your hot mess and putting it into your message, um, and your drive and how you've really, you know, gone after those things, that story of the mean girls. I mean, it's so horrible and how many people are bullied, um, at, bullied at work, at, at school, at work, you know, um, it's, and it's just, just this stress and the, the impact that the negative impact that can have and how can you can take that and turn that around that's an amazing message and all of this what you've been doing is you're empowering women um so that they like you can go after that big dream and so i would love to hear how this um how does the f word play into this mission of empowerment oh because we women, when we start, just imagine there's a racetrack, uh, you know, a guy and a girl will start off at the same place. Probably the gentleman has got um, his bosses, his colleagues and some of his work in front of him and maybe his friends. But for a woman, we start off at the racetrack equal. Um, but along the way with our children, their homework, their household chores, uh, you know, the, the things you need to do at home to cook, you have to do so many things, eventually reaching your dream. But sometimes a lot of women don't get there, right? So yeah. in Asian culture here in Southeast Asia, we women, if we are the perfect wife, we are, you know, a star wife, right? If we can live with our in-laws, we are A-star daughter-in-laws, right? So these are things that get in the way of for women who are pursuing their dreams and doing the F-word. So that's why when I say the F-word, it could mean anything to anyone. We don't define their life or their dreams to, oh, making $10,000 a month. No, we define it in their world. How does it look like for them if they want to make $10,000 a month with the F word, for example, being fabulous and then making $10,000 a month, being having mm-hmm. freedom and then making $10,000 a month, right? So whatever the case may be, they can own it in their own capacity, in in their own world, and fulfilling it outwards. Yeah, I love that, and I love um, I love how you take something that could sound um, like it could be offensive or a little bit uh, taboo, but you turn it into something positive and uplifting. Um, how the effort can be freedom or family or financial independence. I think I think that's really uh, cool, and I think it can bring in a lot of people and start conversations too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you successfully manage a fully digital business, working with remote employees from different parts of the world. And that's actually a lot like how we at Petite de Queen are set up. Um, we have people here on the West Coast of the United States, but we also have people in Ireland. Um, can you talk about what it takes to make a business digital and how, how to manage it? Wow. This is a very interesting question, because when I first started, I refused to delegate anything at all, because I think being the CEO or the founder of the business, I could do everything better than anyone else, right? So that was how it all started. But by doing so and thinking in that 
mindset, I became the bottleneck of my entire business. Everything has to be Janisha, 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 Janisha. Oh my God, my earnings were limited, right? So in order to grow to my first 100,000 and then to my first million, I built a team. So the first step I took, I would say I, I learned how to delegate out by writing out the task first of what are the things that you uh, want to do or don't like to do or what you do really well and you wish that you could free up your time. So I think the first mindset anyone must have if you were to go digital, whether running a remote team as a solopreneur, one man show or one woman show is that just trust that the other person can do the work well. Number two, the person cannot read your mind. The virtual assistant can't read your mind at all. So you must know what's happening first and then allowing them to you know, work with you and be able to build up that momentum. Last but not least, uh, hire, hire slowly, fire quickly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's because sometimes you get catfished, right? People put up a really impressive profile. Their resume looks really awesome. You know, their, their work that they sent you as a portfolio could not be what they have done or even their references could be fake. So because I've hired a team, uh, my biggest team is right now we are at 21. Remotely, we are in the Philippines, we are in Malaysia, we are in Ireland as well. And we realized that people just have this thing when it's online, we can't control what happens. So that is why if you get started, always remember uh, these three things. But of course, a quick tip will be, you can really delegate if you have $50. So a lot of people think that, oh, delegating means I need $1,000 or $2,000 to hire somebody. Hey, if you do manicure, pedicure, you go to salon, you go to your massage, you go for movies, you go um, restaurants, there is a $50 hiding somewhere. $50 either a week or $50 uh, a month. Whatever the case may be, that fits your budget stuck somewhere. Outsource a task that you fully hate you know so that you can function in your zone of genius right and get started from there i mean i'm sure you figure that out yeah, yeah definitely no. yeah and it's so important to have you know the right team members um you know working together you know um and striving for the same thing that we're all um working towards the same big goals and i would say that the communication is so vital um amongst the team to your point and I've also been caught in that um, of, you know, just thinking that, uh, you know, people cannot read my mind. So I have to clearly um, explain what's needed. And if we, we really work on our processes and our systems, so and then we'll get together and we'll revisit them. And what are some things that we could do better, the steps that we could remove uh, to make it easier um, uh, or are we doing something where it is, it's going through a bottleneck? Is there a way that we can communicate on a cloud uh, where people can get the information they need right away instead of asking someone else to get the information? Um, all of those are just little uh, pieces of that, that big puzzle that I would add to your, your wonderful, um, uh, the pieces that you laid out. 
Yeah, I, I will also add in actually two more software that I use in case uh, for your listeners, if you're listening, you're thinking, okay, so how do I even manage people? Uh, use a project management tool like Asana. It's free, A-S-A-N-A, Asana, or mm-hmm. even use Skype. So my communications are mainly on Skype, like, you know, and then uh, managing the team on Asana as well. So these are the two main tools I use. Yeah, I've used Asana. Uh, we use um, a lot of things on the the whole Google uh, Google Drive, Google Sheets, um, and so that we can manage uh, things that way as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, so telecommuting has been a rising trend, and it's been going up in response to COVID nineteen. Naturally, um, how do you manage employees working remotely from different parts of the world? And do you have any tips for people and organizations that are moving in that direction? Well, so I think trust is key. I think trust is important. Don't don't keep worrying whether they are sleeping or they are, you know, playing in their handphones, surfing Facebook when they are at home. I think measure by KPI. I think for for my team, we measure by key performance indicators, meaning that we look into the task. Have you completed? If you could complete the task that I've given you in, let's say we, we think it's three days, but you could do it in two days. Why not? Right. Why do you want mm-hmm. to drag the time? So I think first is always have the trust that they get the job done. I think second thing is to really have a clear communication and always touch base with one another without micromanaging um, every single hour and set the report. Like, for example, are they always supposed to do an end of day report? And then when they come in, are they supposed to you know, set out a list of tasks they're supposed to complete and then get that done? So that will be very clear as to the person when they sit down, they get started in their day in a remote space without you or without you sitting, without them sitting in the office with, with next to any colleagues. They will be very clear in their minds. Exactly. Okay, today I've got to get three things done. These are the three things. Okay, so what do I need to do? So that will be important. Third one is setting up a collaborative space, like what you've mentioned, Google Document, Google Sheets. Well, for us, we use Asana, and then basically we put into this timeline project, and then we put everyone into that space where they collaborate. So I think that is key. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with you, Um, especially in terms of trust. That's something I've thought about a lot in regards to workspaces. Um, I know that some companies, and this was maybe a trend earlier, uh, maybe like five, 10 years ago, but I know that some companies would sit, like block certain social media or certain websites while you're at that company. And to me, that just, to me, that shows a lack of trust in the employees to, to manage their time efficiently and to do the work that they have to do. So I, I, I do agree with you in terms of trust and like trusting that you hired the right people and that they take the job seriously and that they'll get the work done without you needing to hold their hand or, you know, guide them each step of the way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, what advice can you share for entrepreneurs who want to shift from offline to online? I would say first have a clear message. So how do you have a clear message? It's very big, isn't it? It's very cliche. You know, get a clear online, right? So why don't I give, break it down for you? First, what is the one problem that you are able to solve immediately? And that when you post it online, people will know and recognize you being the expert because when you are able to solve that one problem immediately, and even though it's something that's very highly valuable in your paid offer, that would really get fishes in, get your clients in. For example, would you, between these two books, first, how to play a guitar in 48 hours, or 
how to play my heart will go on in three hours and impress anyone. You probably go for option two, which is learn how to play my heart will go on, even though that may be not your favorite song, but it solves the problem of impressing anyone within just three hours. So mm -hmm. if you want to go online, really look at your offers. Don't think that your offer is really amazing because online is very noisy, online is really crowded. Gone are the days where click here to subscribe to my newsletter is it's already thrown out of the window. So really look in solving that one problem immediately for your clients. Love your customers more than you love your product. That is key. So when you work on that solving one problem, then in your testimonials, uh, show really what is the result or in the copywriting, show what's the result you're going to help them get. Helping them to get freedom is great, but what is a little bit more tangible in your message to really show that maybe you want to be a rock star father, right? How to become a rock star father, but you know, rock star mom. Okay, how does it look like? So help your uh, clients or customers see that, you know, like, for example, how do you have more time for your children? Extra two hours. Let's get two hours more every single day for your kids. Wow, I want that. So really look at these two pieces. First, be able to uh, target, uh, solve one problem immediately, and then show them the result. What are they going to get by choosing your offer? Yeah, I love that. I mean, that really fits into our whole philosophy on sales. And I call it that second step is so they can. So they can what? You know, I mean, that's the, the big puzzle. And to your point, is it spending more time with the family? Is it, um, uh, you know, spending more time on themselves so that they can write um, the novel that they want uh, to finish? Uh, it's it's that that so they can that that's really a key um not only solving that problem but it's solving that problem is going to enable them to do what you know and how does that make um their life better or their their workplace better um and that that really is so important that's i love that i love that because that's just how i think about certainly about connecting with sales and helping my customers and why it makes you know it makes such a big impact for me is to know that I've done something that's made their life a little bit better. Yeah. So you know I have to say Janisha what's really amazing to me is that I mean in such a short period I mean you founded the company in 2015 that's five short years ago from founding it from nothing. And you've built one of the leading women's support groups in Southeast Asia. And this is so incredible. And you, you're, I, I guess, how has doing that really um, created an impact uh, for your online business model and played into uh, the immense success that you're enjoying right now? I think always take time out to be yourself first as the founder of the business. I think what most people don't know is that you think it's always about the business, right? But if you don't thrive as an individual, how then are you able to give? So that is always my key foundation. I put myself first, nurture myself so that my soul is rich. Only then I can be creative with ideas to give 
and to structure the business. So that's number one. The second one, what I do is I look into systems and processes and I create sustainability in my business. A lot of times when we talk about women empowerment uh, in Asia, they come to us and say, I want it free. You said you are helping women, right? You want to help women, right? Okay, come help me. Help me for free. So then we have to learn how to create different offerings to suit different type of traffic or different crowds. So we have our free videos. We have about 3,000 other videos floating on Facebook that you can watch for free. That's an, about an hour long. Then we teach you how to build your business or bring your leadership online. The second offer that we have is a $12 a month membership. And that's where we create the sustainability in the business model. Where we, Because when I travel Southeast Asia, uh, Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, Vietnam, Thailand, Myanmar, Cambodia, uh, Philippines, yes. So when we go to these countries, their salary is about 250 US, 300 US. And then when I was running my cafe retail chain, the, the staff salary is only 250 USD. So when you look at it, uh, that was in Indonesia, by the way. So when you look at this whole picture of Southeast Asia and women's earning power, you need to know that how can we reach out to these women and help them to commit and invest in themselves with just $12 a month and get started in the space of moving online and getting the effort that they want because nothing comes for free. You really need to invest. It's either you, you trade your time or you trade your your money for it, right? So then how yeah. can you move that forward? So that in itself is to create sustainability in business. And we have got um, coaching, mentoring, and of course, masterminds. Well. And th those go into five to six figures and catering to a different group of audience altogether who are ready to take action. They want to scale up their business to 1 million. So some of them are doing about 100 to 200,000 a year. They want to move up to 500,000 to a million dollars. And some from 1 million, they want to go up to two to $3 million. So that, range would mean you need to invest $100,000 to get your coaching done or mastermind to make sure that you stay connected because, I mean, you are the average of five people that you hang out with the most. And thankfully also, Singapore government is really amazing. Even during this uh, pandemic situation, they are offering, not say subsidy, I would say it's a training fund that they give to every Singapore citizen about uh, 1,000 to 1,005 uh, Singapore dollars, depending on which age group you are at. So if you're between 40 to 60 years old, or uh, above 40 years old, you're given $1,000 of training funds that you can learn and use these funds to self-upgrade. Yeah. So we are, we are also, Soul Rich Woman is also one of the training provider for the government programs called Skills Future Singapore. Skills Future Singapore. And our programs, we teach uh, people to go from offline to online in three key areas. First, podcasting, because it's an upcoming trend. How do you do voice marketing and uh, in, in social media? The other one is how do you do live streaming? It's a big thing here as well. And last but not least, we do look into digital marketing. How do you use evergreen marketing principles and not be overwhelmed by all the changes that's happening in the algorithms and different platforms disappearing and appearing you know so we want to help people to go from offline to online in these three areas and we have helped a hundred thousand Singapore citizens to do just that so in multiple ways you cannot just depend on one source of income so if you're in a coaching business, like what I was doing when I used to do, great, we can do high ticket items, but how much can we make 
And what if you are sick and you can't run it anymore? And then you need to build a recurring business model that without you in the business is running by itself. Yeah. And then another stream where you can work with corporate organizations or even like government and have the projects that allow you to empower other people and train other people in your own domain knowledge and offer them at an irresistible uh, offer, which is just only $500 for a day program. And that will allow you to build multiple sources of income for your business and for you to grow. And that's how I've grown So Rich Woman over the years. And to be very honest, I did not do it alone. I have my team. I have my partner, uh, who is also my mentor. His name is James, James Wee. And I appreciate that because me being me, I have my own pattern. You know, I have my own style. But having a guy in a woman business kind of anchors it as well because he will give a perspective that sometimes I can't see. I call it the blind spots. So I yeah. just want to encourage you, for those of you who are listening in today, that get a mentor, find a mentor or a coach. Don't be in a hurry to get a partner, although that's the different ballgame altogether because me and James, we've known each other for more than 10 years and we have worked together in the cafe retail chain business. And that is why we have the trust to move forward to that uh, that other business as well, which is Solid Woman. So really focus and get a mentor, maybe take you through so that you can have a shortcut to your success because alone, you are strong. Together, we are unstoppable. That is so true. And I love that idea of bringing in, it's so important to have diverse thought uh, to round out your 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 thinking and because people see things in a completely different way and you can take your paradigm and you can tilt it on its axis and see around to the other side because someone else is going to have a, a totally different perspective. And you, when you embrace that diversity of thought, it's going to make your whole organization stronger and you are going to avoid, uh, you know, to your point, those blind spots. Uh, that I love that ending on this. And uh, I want to say, Janisha, it has been such an honor and pleasure uh, to have you on our show and having you share with our audience your amazing, amazing entrepreneurial journey um, and and with how you built this incredibly successful digital business. And I know our audience is going to want to know how they can um, contact you or find out more about you. Well, you can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram at Janisha Alora, G-E-N-E-C-I-A-A-L-L-U-O-R-A. Or you can search me on podcast, whether is it Spotify, Apple, or Google, or anywhere on your app, and search my name, Janisha Alora. And you'll be able to see Soul Why, Secrets of the Soul Retreatment Blueprint, as well as for women who love the F word. But to add on the icing on the cake, I would like to gift you two free gifts, Secrets of Personal Branding, a book that I've written that I've decided to give it away for free, as well as how to delegate 80% of your to-do list to your assistant so you can make money online while focusing on your zone of genius. And that is available at soulrichwoman.com, S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. All right, that's amazing. And we will... Be sure to include those links for our audience. That is so generous. Thank you so much. And I will say that personal branding is, is so key, as is 
uh, delegating. So wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, and I want to thank you again, uh, Amanda, thank you uh, for everyone out there. We have had such an amazing uh, informative discussion today. And I hope you, you've gotten that nugget that you can take away and start applying immediately. And what's your F word? And what does that mean to you? And how are you going to go after it? Um, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you'd like to share, we love hearing from you. You can uh, leave us a comment or you can send us an email at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com. And of course, to stay current on all of our advice, our resources, and our wonderful insights, you can follow us at petitequeen.com and sign up for our weekly wisdoms. And from there, you're going to hear, be the first to hear about wonderful podcasts like this one that we had today with Janisha. So thank you again, everyone. Janisha, Amanda, what an incredible show. <laughs>